T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Russell and Medhurst on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Yes, you do, and you come back for it each and every day. Thank you. It's not us. It's you that make the show. 301-230-0980. Without you listening, without you acknowledging that you're listening, there would be no us. Appreciate it. Good morning to you on a Thursday morning. Yesterday, Rufio had to carry you through the first hour while we were waiting for things to get set up in Nashville. Today, that's me because Rufio is lost. <laughs> His GPS... Took him the wrong way. He's now somewhere in Damascus. Realized, oh, I'm in the wrong area. Let me turn around. (laughs) I'm facetiously saying that, but his GPS did betray him this morning. Because, as I tell all of you, all of you, Virginia, wonderful place to visit. Wonderful place to visit. Don't mind, like, Saturday, I'm going to be passing through Virginia, and I'm going to be waving to you like I'm in the Macy's Parade as I'm headed out 66 to 81 down to Lexington, Virginia for a game. But that's all I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be waving because I'm just passing through. I'm not buying. I'm not staying. I'm just waving. Yes, you too, Mr. Miyagi over there. What about Fuddruckers? Oh, is there Fuddruckers in Virginia? I think there's a couple down there. Oh, I'm going to have to investigate that. You just piqued my interest there, Maddie. Good reason to stop in Virginia. Uh, uh, right. Stop briefly. Okay. Just Cracker Barrel, too. They got Cracker Barrels all up and down I 81. You know, Pedro sees a Cracker Barrel sign. I smell French toast. I smell Grandma's French toast breakfast. French toast, scrambled bacon. Bring it to me, Bertha. Appreciate it. That's a nice apron you have on there with your name on it. I love Cracker Barrel. Told you when I saw that now hiring sign, I wanted to get me one of those aprons with my name on it. Pedro, I'll come take your order. So, yes, I'm going to be waving through. 
but there's no chance on planet Earth I'd live there. None. Of course, I said that as a kid when I used to go down to Shadyside and hit home runs into the woods on field three. I said, there's no chance I'm going to live down here when I grow up. Sure enough, I live there now. It's amazing what a woman and children will do for you to make you live in a different community. But Russell will be here at some point. He is meandering somewhere along the highways of Virginia trying to get here. But it's because of that each and every day. Toll lanes. I, I, I hear the commercials for the toll lanes, and we appreciate their support. Those toll lanes, on a day like today, they're going to jack you up to $42. Hey, if you want to get to work on time today, it's going to cost you $42. That's your whole day's pay for some of you. What? Yeah, that's right. Do the math there, Henry. So we'll we'll have Russell here in a few minutes. Let, let's start. Saw something very interesting coming in about Brian Robinson, but also about some other rookies uh, in the National Football League. And I want to go back to one of the reasons why you need to listen to this show and listen to me around draft time. Um, got into a very spirited back and forth with a Twitter person. And a lot of you, a lot of you like to become Twitter GMs. Some of you do a great job of it. Some of you watch a lot of college football. I admonish a lot of our staff and that of sports radio hosts in general. People who cover the NFL, I admonish them because they don't watch a lot of college football on Tuesday night. They don't watch the Tuesday night Mac game. They weren't like me at 1 in the morning last week. This is why I need to be on your staff, Ron Rivera, on the college side. They're not up at 1 o'clock in the morning like I was last Saturday watching Montana and SEMO in the FCS playoffs. Okay? I put the time into college football. Obviously, I do play-by-play in it, so it's how I make my living. But the top five rookies... At running back, as graded by Pro Football Focus, and ironically, the guy that took was trying to argue with me and take me to task did make a very good point about Brian Robinson, and he was right about Brian Robinson. Very high on Brian, as we all were. You did you don't know how to value an Alabama running back these days because there's so many of them. They split the carries so much over the last few years. You really don't know. It's just like all those guys at Georgia right now. How do you value Kenny McIntosh coming into the National Football League this coming season? He's a bruiser, but he splits a ton of the work with two other backs right now down at Georgia. But the top rookie running backs, Brian Robinson is four points better than everybody else on pro football focus. That's a wide margin when it comes down to some of their analytics, four points. And number three is my guy who I said would be a perfect third-day selection for the Commanders if it came to it, or any other team, and that's the former BYU linebacker Tyler Algier, who you saw last week running through Washington, physical, tough runner, great kid. He could probably go play linebacker because that's what he's – at one point his freshman year at BYU, he was playing linebacker and running back. He'd probably be a great linebacker in the National Football League too. But right now, he's carrying the mail with Cordero Patterson in the backfield for the Falcons. And they're actually ahead of, they're all ahead of Kenneth Walker, who's actually done okay with Seattle. The offensive line has kind of betrayed them here lately as the season has gone on, which we knew was going to be one of Seattle's kryptonites coming into the season. Geno Smith has made them look good. But like the Giants, 
the questions now become, as they lose to the Raiders last week, are they starting to come back to the pack a little bit? Are they starting to be reeled in a little bit? Because if they are, that's a great thing for the Commanders. Because the Commanders, two weeks ago, needed a lot of help to get the Giants and the Seahawks to come back to them. And while Washington kept winning, so did Seattle and the Giants. And you kept asking yourself, you know, hey, this is great. Washington's winning games, but they're not making up any ground. They're still at eight. They're still nine, the eight and nine seed area heading in toward the postseason. But now, now some of those warts are starting to show up on Seattle. No, not not Geno Smith's fault, ironically enough. Geno Smith, by the way, can be a free agent at the end of the year. What a time for him to pick up his his play this season. He's been tremendous. He's given Seattle far more hope this year than they ever had any chance to think that they would. But those teams are starting to come back a little bit. And how ironic is it now the teams that are fighting for kind of the six and seven spots in the wild card on the NFC side, if I'd have told you coming into the season that team's quarterbacked by Geno Smith – Daniel Jones and Taylor Heineke would be competing for one of the last two spots in the NFC. We could have gone to FanDuel and probably gotten that at about plus 3,200 because folks would have looked at you and said, no, you're wrong, you're incorrect, and chastised you on social media for saying such a preposterous thing. As my guy Stephen A. Smith would say, that's preposterous. But now it's highly likely that at least one of those quarterbacks, Geno Smith, Taylor Heineke, or Daniel Jones, going to end up here in the postseason. Why? Right now, for Washington, it's because of Brian Robinson Jr., Antonio Gibson, the offensive line in this running game. If it's Seattle, it's the combination of Geno Smith and Kenneth Walker, who's taken over for Rashad Penny, who got hurt, who's Been hurt his whole life, unfortunately. Talented runner. Knees betray him like a 71-year-old person getting knee replacement. And it's because of these rookies, like Algier. It's given Atlanta a pulse with Mariota. Feel for Damian Pierce down in Houston. The young fellas had a good year, but my gosh, they've got no quarterback play. By the way, as much as, you know, Russell loves to do the Barry Horowitz thing, we like to do that here on the show. Um, I'll raise my hand right now. My selection, the Houston Texans in the AFC South, perhaps one of the worst prognostications in the history of planet Earth. Not just, not just mankind, planet Earth. Never been, never been a worse predict, prediction in my entire life. Wide open division. I mean, you look at the division, and guess what? It's Tennessee's until, until further notice. Don't even bother picking another team. It doesn't matter. As long as Derrick Henry is in Tennessee, they're never losing that division. Even with Ryan Tannehill and the fact that everybody wants Malik Willis to be the quarterback, Tennessee's not losing that division as long as Derrick Henry's on the roster and Mike Vrabel's the coach. By the way, Mike Vrabel, controversial statement here. Mike Vrabel, one of the top three coaches in the National Football League. I will say that. Ladies and gentlemen, live from I-66, Route 7, Parts Unknown. The woods of Northern Virginia. Chris Russell is in the hizzle. 
I, I, I'm not going to belabor that. I, I mean, if you're out there, man, I feel for you. Almost two hours. Mm. To get 35 miles. Wow. I, I mean, literally nobody can drive. And there is no space. To I told move. you, Hoss, there's no chance. I told you, I'm, I'm coming through Virginia on Saturday. All I'm doing is waving. I'm just waving, you know, honking the horn. I'll put banners on my car, you know, like a parade float. Yeah. You know, hey, I'm Guerrero. Hi, Team 980. Hello. I, I mean, there's just so many. I, like, I love the Commonwealth. Okay. Uh, you know, you love, you're a Maryland guy. That's right. Okay. I love the Commonwealth. I'll, I'll always live in the Commonwealth. Um, the traffic is... Like, in some ways, it's gotten better. It's really weird. Like, we get all these analytics and data from CK about who's working in offices and whatever. I never know what to expect Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Some days it's really, 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 really heavy. And some days it's not as bad as I was expecting. Mondays and Fridays, I can pretty much figure out, right? A lot of Same people thing, still no telecommuting even, and all even that coming stuff. From, even yeah. coming from my south yeah. east, southeast side of town. No doubt. Mondays and Fridays are much easier. Even yesterday, in a driving rain, it took me... In that cold Kentucky rain. That's a great song, by the way. Elvis can just belt that. Kentucky rain, keep coming down. (laughs) Um, Even in that cold rain from yesterday, a cold Washington rain, it didn't take me anywhere as long as today. And I, I think I finally figured it out. I don't know how many people deal with this in their morning commute, but I deal with it almost not the entire commute, but a lot of my commute, at least mm, probably 15-ish miles, somewhere in that range. So a good portion of the commute. The sun is so low when it as it's rising, and if it's like right on into you mm-hmm. and you're driving into it, it blinds everybody like beyond like, oh, it's bright out. It's it's sunny out of or it's hard to see. I need to put on my sunglasses. No, I'm telling you, I have my sunglasses on. You saw me. I walked in with my sunglasses. They're Ray-Ban sunglasses. They're not cheap. Mm. Okay. Listen, uh, Russell, telling you, he shops at the name brand. Well, he goes. He goes. Uh, you know, he's not. He's not buying them from Ray Ban on the sidewalk. It, it was probably the they worst. They are Ray Ban. It was probably the worst investment I've. Uh, one of the worst investments I've ever made because the dog chewed up the two earpieces and uh, and and they hurt. But you wear as you could as you could see. Oh but my god! Because they cost four hundred dollars, <laughs> I still wear them. Anyway, we gotta uh, take a picture of those. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's bad. Uh, and, and then on top, so so the sun is right into your eyes, which okay, normal people deal with at all t- different times of day. But because of how low it is, it's beyond right into your eyes. And then I'll give you one further. I don't know if your car has like this collision warning technology. Yes, it does. Okay, well that totally gets just completely annihilated by the sun because my collision warning thing on Route 50 in Chantilly heading up towards 66 and Fairfax just goes hog wild. Like every two minutes, if not more, it goes off because it's being blinded by the sun, right? Because it's, I don't know how they do it. You can turn that off. I don't want to do it in case I fall asleep, in case I need it. I I mean, I don't don't want to turn it off. I don't want to turn it off. It helps, 
But I don't. But I don't. When I, when I'm 150 feet away from a car, I don't need you to go off. But what I'm saying is I think that slows people down. I think it makes people more stupid. I think it makes people more dumb. I think it makes people change lanes all over the place. People think that they are the only car on the road. I don't get it. They just change lanes left and right like it's no big well, deal. Like you know they're not is. affecting anybody right. else. Right. And and b- b- before I finish up, I, I've, I've got even more good news for Russell. He's going to have to go out to uh, Ashburn and apologize with some cupcakes for a certain player. Um, what The problem is, and that video that Matt shared with us mm-hmm. uh, of the person that went crossing over those lanes, yes. or was it Jeff? I think it was Jeff in Vienna maybe that shared it. Yes. Um, what happens is people pay so much attention to their GPS, yeah. the GPS is going, turn left, turn left, you must turn left right here, left lane, you must exit left. Right. And people who have no, and I'm telling you, 99% of these people have no driver's license, okay? They have no driver's license. Because if you have if you have a driver's license, you don't do some of the things that people do out on the highway. Oh, I agree. And all of a sudden, people just, the GPS is telling them, exit right, exit right. And they just, no, oh, the yeah. GPS told me I got to exit right. And they yeah. cut right in front and, of you. Yeah, and then you have construction, and then you have all that. So anyway, I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, you know, uh, keep it going. Just, just saying. Be, be careful out there. And, you know, I, I would say this. You know, the junks complain all the time about, you know, having to wake up at 4.30 in the morning or whatever. I would probably rather commute in, even though I would not rather get up at 4.30 in the morning, I would rather commute in then when you can actually see and when there's less people For on the, the road. For seven than, years I did the updates on their show, Chris, yeah. I never had a problem you never had with a problem. traffic. Well, it's because you had to be here at what, 445? Five. Five? Yeah, between okay, 445 so. and 5. Yeah. So, I mean, anyway, it's just a debacle out there. Be safe. Um, give some space uh, and some room. Now, I heard what you were talking about. Uh, it's funny. I asked Boomer Esiason about why scoring, why passing is down. Uh, I think we're going to be able to play that interview uh, at some point uh, today. So we'll let you know as soon as we officially have that. Um, you know, and basically, I, like there's a lot of different theories. I know Nikki Javala wrote something up about the Washington Post uh, about it, about you know Vic Fangio and and two deep safeties, and everybody's got a little bit of a different theory, right? Ultimately, Pete, uh, and I don't know if you were exactly going here, but that was the sense that I, I I got. Ultimately, here's the theory that works. It's the same thing that has always worked in the NFL. It's the same thing that your idiot co-host has been screaming about for years. And that is the running game, the run the ball, and it makes everything better. It makes everything easier and a true commitment to running. Now, it does slow the game down, or in some cases, I I shouldn't say, it, it quickens the pace, but it also slows the game down to some degree. You're not going to get box score bingo 32 29 all the time. It is the most effective way to win games and to not lose games is to run the ball and put an emphasis in that area. And I think when you look around and you say, well, why is Geno Smith having success? You mentioned it. Great running back, Kenneth Walker. Why is Taylor Heineke having success? Well, because Brian Robinson has really emerged the last three weeks along with Antonio Gibson. Why is this guy having – why is Russell Wilson not ha- – is it all of a sudden because Russell Wilson forgot how to play quarterback? Well, I, I would argue Ciara has ruined his career, but 
that being said, that might be a good trade-off to have my career ruined by Ciara. Um, <laughs> I, I would just say that. But because he lost his starting running back early in the year, Javante Williams, then um, who was the guy that they just cut? Uh, 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 not Melvin Mel- Gordon. Melvin Gordon. I was thinking Melvin Ingram. He, he wouldn't stop fumbling. They have no running game at all. So when the pressure is all on the quarterback, when the pressure is all on the quarterback, even if you are an elite quarterback, a Mahomes, a Brady, a Josh Allen, a Aaron Rodgers, you have no, like, not that you have no chance, but consistently you are going to find yourself in a major, major hole and major inefficiency. And I think you see it across the board. Tom Brady and the Bucs can't run the ball. They don't. They have now Rashad White emerging, but there was no Leonard, there was no playoff Lenny this year. I mean, I know he played, but he wasn't very good. Their offensive line wasn't very good. What's happening? Oh, all of a sudden, it's, uh, well, Tom Brady doesn't like football. Tom Brady's uh, distracted because of Giselle Bunjan. Well, I'm sure that's part of it. It's also because they can't run the ball. That's why Tom Brady's not the best or what he used to be, because they can't run the ball. If you can run the ball, if you're committed to it, if you're focused on it, if you're if you emphasize it, Pete, you are going to have success and complimentary success. And gosh, you might be able to get away with Taylor Heineke and Geno Smith. Yeah, but you know what, though? I can go even further than that as to why Washington is winning because of its defense. Well, sure. Even more so than the run. I've got the numbers to back it up. And also, by the way, you need to go to Ashburn and you need to take some cupcakes to Joey Big Thigh Sly. Oh, boy. NFC Special Teams Player of the Month. The month. He missed an extra point the other day that almost cost him the game. Special Teams Player of the Month. Go get your cupcakes with number sixes on them. Take them to Ashburn. That's that one game. The one game that everybody saw. Say so you're the apple of my eye, Joey Sly. Make those teams in the NFC cry. Listen, Joey Sly's fine. He's better than I give him credit for, I'll admit. He scares the devil out of me. Joey Sly, NFC He's, Special Teams Player of the Month. Everybody's worried about Heineke. I'm worried about Joey Sly. It's not the quarterback. It's not the running game. It's the defense. What are we talking about? We'll tell you next, right here on the Team 980. streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
And that was says that cold Kentucky rain. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can feel it in my diaphragm. <laughs> We're waiting the day before. See, you've got to really like it. And you've got to be of a certain age and like a certain type of music to appreciate the greatness of Elvis. Like, spoiled punk kids nowadays... And I don't mean like eight-year-olds. I mean like 20-something-year-olds have no clue. Probably half of them don't even know who Elvis is. Probably. It's funny. I'll give my daughter credit. My daughter goes across all kinds of musical genres. Well, your daughter's smart. Um, she, they, let's start there. Like I was listening. Not every kid is smart. She was. She's like, uh, she, has, she puts together the warm-up music for their softball team and everything. Right. And, um, you know, when she had Cool in the Gang, September oh, on there and great. everything like that, I'm like, yeah, you're you're pretty good, kid. Um, by the way, at some point, Maddie, we got to go Fleetwood Mac. Yes, Christine McVie passing away at the age of seventy nine. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to be Christine was Christine is a hell of a musician. They let her be the lead on a couple of songs, um, and very talented. At one point, married to John McVie, who was part of uh, Fleetwood Mac. Now I will be no good. I'm telling you right now, I'll probably call out sick if something ever happens to Stevie Nicks. Because Stevie Nicks is my is my thing. She's my girl. She's my girl away from home. So whenever that day comes, Pedro's going to be miserable. She get out of jail free card. Send, send send all your flowers. Send all your flowers to me if something ever happened to Stevie Nicks. Um, um, in that regard, Christine McVie though wrote a lot. Yes, of no question. Fleetwood Very- Max. Like yeah. greatest hits, right? Very I, I mean, she didn't sing as many, or was well, she was the a backup? Front. I mean, right. she was part of it, but right, the lead, or very the front few or did whatever. she have the right. lead and stuff exactly. like that. So, um, very talented. I mean, I love Fleetwood Mac, love Mick Fleetwood, one of the greatest drummers ever. Just I, uh, so talented. So I didn't know she passed away. So right. I was listening. I was driving around yesterday, running a bunch of errands. I mean, it's just a crazy day, uh, and I was in the car a lot. So I popped on Mad Dog Radio on XM, which I rarely do. Uh, and I, um, I heard, uh, Mad Dog, my, you know, my namesake there, um, Rosal playing literally like maybe two, two and a half minutes of Fleetwood Mac songs, like almost every break coming back in. And I was like, at first I was like, well, oh, this is kind of weird. Well, he's probably taking like, constitutionals while well, that was perhaps, but then I figured out when he said, you know, that Christine McVie died, I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But could you imagine, like, doing, uh, you know, having, like, you know, two-minute-plus returns? Yeah. Um, but you, I was ready you, to they, go, they, they I was ready to go on the 70s at 7 channel because my guy J.J. Walker was not on last night. So I they was ready to go They can get away with and, a lot more at Sirius sure. XM because they have all the rights to right. music and all that stuff. But, I mean, obviously, like, if you're of a certain age, you know how great yep. Fleetwood Mac was and is. And you mentioned Stevie Nicks. And, obviously, again, Christine McVie, a part of that. So certainly rest in peace, Hope. Um, you know, uh, her family and whatever finds comfort in knowing that they created, I don't want to say the soundtrack to our youths, our youths. 
Uh, but you but but to to a lot of us, Fleetwood Mac was very much a part of our growing up DNA and our metamorphosis, if you will, into a young adult and an adult. Now, again, kids that are born, you know, in the last, you know, eighteen years or so, might not be able to identify with Fleetwood Mac, but Fleetwood Mac was awesome. Is awesome. Not was, is awesome. So All of the discussion, yeah. Kevin Sheehan had this very responsible discussion. I love how he said to the callers, if you can handle this A responsible discussion. discussion. Um, okay. <laughs> Professor Sheehan. And, and, just, and Kevin is right. Kevin is right, just as we've all kind of analyzed, okay? Washington isn't necessarily winning because of Taylor Heineke. And... That the the statement can be true that they're not winning just because of Taylor Heineke. You mm. can say that and be accurate. And to me, it comes back that this is really on the defense. Okay, because what may shock you, everybody's like, "Oh, they're running the ball, they're pounding the ball, they're pounding the ball." Washington is twenty fifth in the NFL in yards per carry, running the football. Mm-hmm. They're barely getting to four yards a carry. Okay, now in terms of how many carries though? How many where do you think Washington is on total carries of the football right now in the National Football League? Uh total rushing attempts, I would say probably top eight. I you don't would, know. You would be correct, sir. Okay. Right now, Washington number four. Number four. In total carries. Right. So they are launching into the run game, no matter what, whether it's getting them two yards, six yards, whatever. But remember, earlier in the year, no Brian Robinson, the running game was clear and the offensive line was shredded, right, Uh, especially at center, but also at both guards. Norwell was was terrible. Um, Trey Turner missed all of camp. He wasn't very good. Uh, Then Sadiq Charles was rotating in. Sam Cosme then got hurt. So – when they were trying to run the ball the first four, five, six games of the year, there were a lot of reasons why they didn't have the success that they've had the last three or four games. So, again, everything has to kind of be kept in perspective. As a matter of fact, let me counter what you just said. And you're right, and that's the overall picture. But since week eight, since week eight of the season, the commanders have the Fourth most in the NFC rushing yards. The Bears, obviously Justin Fields. The Eagles, duh, Jalen Hurts and what they did the other night. The Atlanta Falcons, a team that hurt Washington and has hurt other teams by a variety. Your your guy, Tyler Algier, uh, Mariota, so on and so forth. But they have the fourth most rushing yards in the NFC since week eight. And rushing yards per game, they have the fifth most at 142.8. And in terms of rushing first downs, they have the third most at 45 again only behind the Bears in Philadelphia in that category Bears Philadelphia Dallas Atlanta and rushing yards per game I gave you the four uh, that are ahead of them I mean clearly again you can not only see more of a commitment without Carson Wentz where the emphasis was to stretch the go. field right but uh, but, but also to be fair to Scott Turner again when you lose Chase Rulie in what week two then Schweitzer goes out. Then Nick Martin's well, yeah, off the I street. Mean, you had a revolving door at center uh, right. and right guard. Yes, they had four different centers until Tyler Larson, the fourth, 
fine and and not that he's the fourth in his fan. I'm just saying Tyler Larson, the fourth <laughs> center, took over and stabilized the position along with the rotational merry-go-round at right guard. And again, Cosme, who, as we've talked about since he's been drafted, Pete, and you were dead on about this when he came out of Texas, much better run blocker than he is a pass blocker. And that will, and that's part of the reason why they moved him inside the guard. Finally at, uh, not finally, they've, they've experimented in training camp. I do not believe they've done it at any other point during this regular season because he's been hurt. And he's been recovering, even though he's played the last three or four weeks. He was not 100%. He was rotating at right tackle with Cornelius Lucas, trying to ramp him back up. But he didn't have full usage of the arm. Well, now they're trying to say, hey, big fella, if we can move you inside to right guard, then that allows Sadiq Charles to be, A, one of our top backups and not expose him. Uh, And B, that gives us, arguably the best look at right guard from a run blocking perspective than we have had all year because he's better than he's he's got to be better than Trey Turner who's been constantly banged up and has been largely ineffective and, and I, at, but you know what though I will say this I will give Trey credit because he is playing through yes I mean I, he's probably 75 80 percent I'm not trying to cut him down right. I know it comes but across I think, that look, way if but, you want but, but if you want to go into next year if you wanted to go into 2023 with Cosme at right guard and Lucas at right tackle. I'm cool with that. Cornelius's analytics at right tackle this year are really good. Yeah, he struggled in one game, and I can't remember which game it was. Uh, maybe the Min- oh the Minnesota Minnesota game, game the Minnesota yeah. game. But otherwise, uh, going his, against Daniel Hunter, his analytics and, right. still overall are. Cornelius Lucas is 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 more than adequate. Keep in mind solid too. Fun. Keep in mind too those those things and I, and looking at the overall numbers. Buffalo's included in this because Buffalo's average yards per carry is great. For a team that you you think is throwing it all over the place because of their wide receivers and Allen and stuff like that, but because of the element of Josh Allen running, their yards per carry is in the top five as well. But every one of those teams has a quarterback that that adds significant contribution to the run game, whereas Washington doesn't. doesn't. And, And people used to think of Taylor Heineke in that regard, but they have re- – and, and I know this drives people crazy. Trust me. They're right. They're right. You're wrong. You don't want Taylor Heineke running around like a, a lunatic. Because you don't want him to get hurt right well, now. Right. And, and people say, well, he can get hurt in the pocket. Yes, you're right. He can get hurt stepping out of his house this morning. Okay? I understand that. Are you safer? Are you more – think about this. Where do the rules in the NFL protect you more? In, in the, the pocket. pocket or scrambling pocket. around like a lunatic? Pocket. Hello. Not even, not even close. Right? Breathe on a quarterback in the pocket. Flag. Here it comes. Exactly. But, I mean, the commanders. Now, sometimes you have to take the hit to get the flag. But 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 I absolutely believe, don't you, that that even though it's hard, defense, defenses are so used to getting flagged and personal fouled and whatever – and find that they have taught themselves in most cases to pull up or to ease up or what have you when a quarterback is in the pocket. And we've seen that happen a couple – I've seen it happen in both pro and college this year where a defensive player gets back there and almost lets up because they're worried about committing a flag. And to the point, Washington, their their number of carries, you know, and for the amount of yards they're getting at just four yards a carry – you brought up the numbers since week eight, though. Mm-hmm. Think about where these numbers would be if they didn't have 
the dominant numbers since week eight. That shows you how how much the running game was ineffective, quite frankly. Yeah. And part of it, A, was play calling because they were throwing the ball more with Wentz mm-hmm. earlier in the season. But Washington has the fourth lowest longest run. You know what the longest run by a Rams running back this year is? A longest, I guess it includes quarterbacks too, but the, the longest run for a Rams well, player? I mean, Daryl Henderson got cut. Yeah. Cam Akers basically got put in the Chateau Bow Wow. Did play last week, though, finally again. Uh, 23 and, and, yards. I was going to say, I, w- I was going to even go lower. I was going to say 23 yards. Than 15. Dolphins so. next at 28. Okay. Bengals at 31, yeah. and then Washington at 33. So yeah. the longest running play by a Washington player this year, 33 yards. So it, it's not as if they are just churning it up. Riggins style at 5.1 a carry. It's not like they're overinflated like the numbers are for the Bears, the Ravens, the Bills, who are all ahead of them because they have running quarterbacks that contribute significantly and mightily to the run game. The Eagles as well. This has become Scott Turner being patient. The play caller that you were killing early in the season has now come around and been more patient Maybe it's some. Maybe that's something. Ron. Maybe a conversation they've had uh, together. Finley asked him about it on NBC Sports Washington earlier this week, and you know, Ron, of course, judiciously said, "Hey, these are things that we talk about as a staff that we feel, uh, you know, make us better." But this this Commanders group and the commitment to running the football, possessing the football, keeping it away from the other teams, it's becoming a winning formula because of the roster that they have in place. Right now, is it going to win you a Lombardi? Certainly makes it tougher to do that, but it doesn't make it impossible because you got to be in the tournament to have a chance. This team had Minnesota beaten here a couple of weeks ago, had them beaten, and that team right now is about to be the number two seed in the NFC and maybe your playoff opponent in the opening game. Mm-hmm. There's nobody that's unbeatable in the NFC. Washington beat the top seed. So if you can get in it, you have a chance to win it. The formula is coming into play. And as much as we talk about these numbers right here, it's still all about that D. And that defense right now probably still not getting enough credit for the work that they're putting in. Russell's putting in the work right now with what's trending. All right. As Pete mentioned earlier this hour, congratulations to my guy, Joey Sly. Named special teams player of the month for the NFC. My timeline is exploding because John Kime and Pete Haley have decided to tag me in all of their promotions. As tweets. well they should. Uh, I told you, you need to show up at Ashburn, cupcakes with sixes on them, and say, hey, Joey, here's a peace offering. My bad. Well, <laughs> for now, my bad. Perfect on all 10 field goal attempts, but he did miss what an you, extra point. Say that again. He was what? Wait, he did miss an extra point on Sunday against no, what Atlanta. Was the line that you uttered, what was the line you uttered before that? Oh, he was perfect on perfect. all 10 field goal attempts. Big thigh Joey there were, Sly. Perfect. There were, some, there were some close calls of the 
uncommon kind. The object is to I'll kick the ball that. between the big H, Rooster. That, that is true. That is true. Congratulations to Joey Sly. Uh, once again, Benjamin St. Juice missing practice uh, yesterday. Of course, he is in doubt for uh, this Sunday's game against the New York Giants from MetLife Stadium. Our game day coverage begins at 9 a.m. Eastern time right here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. The last remaining obstacle to expanding the college football playoff to 12 teams has now been put aside. According to uh, multiple reports, the Rose Bowl has agreed to terms to join the college football playoff, clear out their contractual obligations, and we will get 12 teams uh, in the 2024 playoff for college football. And finally, from the NBA, Al Horford, who almost signed a free agent deal here a number of years ago, agrees on a two-year $20 million extension to stay in Boston. And that's what's trending. Excellent song, Maddie. Christine McVie, lead vocals on I Want to Be With You Anywhere. Oh. Okay, so I'm not, I can't, I can't hit the it's notes like, like me Christine singing McVie. happy birthday to Jeff yesterday. It's not like me hitting Elvis for my diaphragm. Kentucky rain keep coming down. I don't know if you should be doing I love Elvis I love Elvis with, I love Elvis. <laughs> Look, Elvis's diaphragm, he had to have abs that were awesome. Yeah. That's um, what my doctor told me uh, the other day. Because when you think about it, your abs are awesome. When he goes, we can go on together with suspicious minds. With suspicious minds. I'll, I just feel it in my abs. We don't have to do like ab roller. We just need to sing Elvis Presley tunes. Yeah. That should be the next weight training, uh, weight weight loss craze. Sing Elvis Presley songs. That's how we do it. I got a bunch of Elvis Presley songs in my Amazon Music Unlimited uh, like favorites or, or whatever it is. And one of them is Kentucky Rain. Uh, one of them is... Um, uh, it's it's not always his most popular song. Uh, what's the one um, uh, about... I forgot the name of it. Gosh, uh, I'll have to look it up. But your, your theme song, a hunk of hunk of burning love. <laughs> no, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like jail, jailhouse rock and and hunk of hunk of burning love and all that. Stuff. Those are like his most popular songs. I like Elvis. One of the reasons why Kentucky Rain kind of calls out to me um, is because. I think it's just a totally different presentation, a different sound, sure. if you will. Uh, and uh, and and that's it. The, um, by the way, two teams. I found this stat to be pretty yeah. pretty wild. Two teams in the National Football League have zero rushing fumbles. Two. Well, I know one of them is the Commanders. Incorrect. Really? They've got five. Oh, ru- wait. Rushing, rushing fumbles. F- so that means the quarterback, too. Anybody in a rushing situation has fumbled. Um, two teams. Well, wait. Gibson hasn't fumbled. Robinson hasn't fumbled. I'm I'm just uh, that I'm reading it right here. Huh. Wentz Wentz dropped balls. So wait, so so but we're so we're talking about not 
necessarily as a pure rusher, right? But as a something that scored a rushing fumble, a quarterback that in the pocket right. getting drops. Okay, okay, all right, okay. My bad. Two teams, zero rushing fumbles. One in each conference. I'll give you that. Uh, I'll One, take a shot, Jimmy Garoppolo. Nope. No. One has a great new uniform this year. Great. Well, you know that's my specialty. The alternate I, uniform this team has been wearing this year has been fantastic. Mm. Its base color is white. Oh. I heard you. I heard <laughs> he you was, get he I heard you. Me. He was trying to help me. Okay, so Joe Burrow or the Bengals. The Bengals. But the NFC team Man, it's I know it's not the Eagles, right? The they have the Giants. They have two significant players that carry the ball and a higher profile quarterback. Dallas. Dallas. Zero rushing fumbles. That's interesting. So Dallas not beating itself. Yeah. That's you know? So that's as you go down the stretch now, and you're gonna play a big game with Dallas coming up. Yeah. You know, you're going to be in a situation where that team's not going to help you as much as some others might help you. So, uh, and you, to your point about the Bucks, Bucks are sitting there at five and six, and right now three point two per carry, mm-hmm. only four rushing touchdowns on the season. Those of us that own Leonard Fournette um, know that horror, but they've only had two runs. Of more than 20 yards this season. Mm. Two. So while it's de-emphasized in a lot of offenses right now, the teams that are being successful, especially if you have a quarterback that is contributing to your run game, the numbers are palatable right now. And to your point with your conversation with Boomer talking about why rushing yardage and scoring Mm -hmm. is down, we're reducing the amount of possessions in the game yeah. because we're running the ball more. The clock is running more. And, you know, I, I the other thing is, too, when you look at some of the top rushing numbers around the league, outside of Josh Allen and I mean, Jalen Hurts has proven to be a commodity this year, a lot of it is because those teams don't have quarterbacks that can really throw it effectively. Mm-hmm. That's a significant factor. And if you don't have a quarterback that can throw it effectively, the only other way you can attack is run the ball. And some teams are figuring that out. So 301-230-0980. Chris's conversation with Boomer Esiason coming up as part of Touchdown at 10 next right here on the Team 980. It's streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.